Currently, we have 60 degrees now in Lynchburg, 59 in Bedford, Roanoke, Danville, and Salem, 60 in Appomattox, and uh, we have 59 in Amherst. So we were talking off the air about, you know. Silly question. Like, did you get any rest this weekend? Oh, (laughs) yeah, no, that didn't happen. Uh, About how, you know, if you feel bad about yourself, just remember that in Austria there is a uh, counter oh, yes. solely designated for right. people who thought they were flying to Australia. Right. Yeah. So I, felt, I said, we also need that in Alta Vista and Appomattox right. for the newbies. Right. They get, they get confused. I had a remote. I had a remote in Appomattox and I went to Alta Vista. Oh, Lord. And now, fortunately, I was always the kind that arrived early. Right. So I'm calling, going, what is happening? Where's everybody? Where's everybody? And they're like, um, that's a different A town. And they gave me a map of all the the of virginia and they circled every a town oh, in virginia because okay. they're jerks but it's a very similar situation i'm just saying okay very similar yep hey, boys and girls World series time i know right texas rangers yeah. arizona diamondbacks boy do i have a baseball story for you yes absolutely two flight attendants mm-hmm. from united airlines are claiming in a lawsuit that a charter flight for the Dodgers denied them a position because the players didn't like the way they looked. What? Yes. They're saying that the Dodgers players preferred women who were white, young, and thin. Wow. Hmm. United Airlines... Hopefully they're not going under the age of 30 because you're liable to get a liberal. A crazy woman (laughs) based on our last story. Um, (laughs) Reuters said they told Reuters in a statement that United fosters an environment of inclusion and does not tolerate discrimination of any kind. Right. We believe this lawsuit is without merit and we intend to defend ourselves vigorously. All right. That being said, Mm -hmm. Don Todd, who is black and 50. Right. And Darby Quinzeta, who is 44 and is of mixed Mexican, black, and Jewish descent. Mm. That's a lot going on yeah, there. Yeah, true. Uh, allege that they didn't fit a certain look preferred by the players. And the airline denied them the roles based on race and other physical biases. Now, I will say, back in the day, mm-hmm. if you look at the level of training Oh, and yeah. physical attributes you had to have mm-hmm. in order to be a stewardess. Back when they called them stewardesses, yes. Yes. Not flight attendants. They would weigh them. Mm-hmm. They would measure them. And if they didn't mit- fit the, the weight and measurement requirements, right. they would they'd pull them. They wouldn't let wow. them fly. So, I mean, you had to have a certain look. You, mm-hmm. I mean, and that was like, oh, I'm dating a stewardess. That was like a big, <laughs> right. a big, a big bragging thing. Status thing, thing Sure. Yeah. Uh, The lawsuit was filed last week in Los Angeles County Superior Court. The duo stressed their experience of over 15 years with the airline, seeking unspecified damages. The Dodgers were not named, and a team spokesperson said the Dodgers uh, do not comment on pending litigation. Yeah, you better sit all the way down, Dodgers. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you don't need to be saying a word. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. You're already in trouble. Zip it, Skippy, (laughs) and just stay where you are. Uh, They settled a previous case that alleged the airline of staffing flights (laughs) 
with young white female and predominantly blonde-haired, blue-eyed attendants, they settled that case. Right. The new lawsuit uses that 2020 settlement as a basis for a new case, saying things changed again in 2022 when several white United flight attendants were added to the dedicated crew. Unlike Todd and Quezada, these white United flight attendants did not have to interview for those coveted positions. So it's kind of like, hey, can you have the, can you get me the, uh, you know, the, the Reese's pieces without the, the Reese's Right, you know, I, I guess. Mean, I, I mean, I can make my, my request. Sure. Like, don't bring those on board anymore. I want these on board. Right. Yeah. Wow. They, they also alleged um, that following their interviews and entry into the program, the duo received fewer assignments on the Dodgers flights and ended up demoted after time with Quezada eventually removed without any justification. Meanwhile, Todd, that's the 50-year-old black lady, Mm -hmm. uh, faced demeaning treatment from other employees and managers who referred to her as the flight's maid. Oh, my gosh. Now, if she she can prove that... Yeah, that's that's not good. I can't imagine people being stupid enough to say something like that. come on. Don't you ever look at the news people? But people are dumb. Yeah. So maybe. Well, they think, you know, when you get at that level, I'm a professional athlete. You know, I'm making billions of dollars. Mm Mm-hmm. Just give me my whatever. They're saying they lost income due to the company's treatment and negative impacts on their health from panic attacks, anxiety, drop in self-esteem. Maybe you're just a liberal based on our other story. <laughs> well, that could be it. Cuz you're if you are, you're going to be more likely to be prone to those things. Well, here's yeah. Well, they compared need to, to They need to get I'm a little bit I'm not saying of, that. Like, that's what science says. It's science. They need some JK. They need some yeah. J- Janet Kara backbone. Look, you know, you just don't make any don't make excuses. You guys are a bunch of overpaid idiots anyways. Get me on another flight. Exactly. I mean. That would be my philosophy. Right. For sure. See, At I'm, first you'd flip them, you know, maybe not the bird, but. No. A few, a few trinkets to listen to be, there before were, you headed out. There would be so, a lot of eye rolling going on. And the sarcasm would be dripping. They'd yes. have to have a clean up in aisle five. Right. For that business, for sure. Well. I miss real stewardesses. Yeah. And I remember being a little girl mm-hmm. and I I remember thinking and my mother was in the hospital a lot, but I just remember looking at the nurses mm-hmm. and they were nurses of all colors at right. UVA and they were just angels to me. Mm-hmm. They yeah. they always had the white on, mm-hmm. they had their little caps on yeah. and almost like a nun. <laughs> almost. <laughs> yeah. I mean they were just they were just beautiful yeah. people. And um, and they always had their their little outfits and mm-hmm. they had their, you know, the stockings on and, right. and their and they were just beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, it's just, it has been like that for a long, long yeah. time. But it was very impactful as a young girl. We can blame it on that. To see that. Destiny's Child song called Scrubs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you get no scrubs. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. <laughs> That's so funny. So, yeah, I, 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 I understand what you're saying. Now. If you ever see the commercial for the Korean Airlines, my mm-hmm. gosh, it's like, it's like, I, I, it's almost a cruise ship. Right. I mean, just like I serving know. everything and anything and all the stewardesses. And they're are, all very beautiful. They're very pretty yeah. Asian ladies and they're just, you know, just like, let me get that for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Oh, they even do karaoke in between. No way. Yeah, they do. I'm you haven't seen any flight. of those videos? 
Well, they'll they'll come out and do karaoke. Hopefully, the bar is far enough away from the karaoke. <laughs> I will say it's not very good karaoke. Right, right. Like some of it is really, really bad because yeah. they're trying to sing like American songs, right? right sure. And it's just it, yeah. it looks like a Saturday Night Live skit. Does if I'm it? being honest, okay, all right. <laughs> looks a little bit like that. So, oh, yeah. Uh, watch the Air Force, you know, orchestra Saturday night downtown at the theater, yeah. and they did a couple of um, highlights from The Greatest Showman. Ooh, towards the end. Okay, but did they have the singing? They oh yeah, they have the. The singing sergeants, and there's 18 of them. Okay. And they have glorious voices. So they were actually And they singing. were all had their own personal handheld mic. And they and then one guy came out. He was tall. He was probably, he was tall and thin. He was probably 6'5". And what came out of that frame, I looked over at my wife. She looked at me. She's like, oh, my gosh. Mm. He sang America the Beautiful, I believe. And just amazing. Operatic, you know. Wow. Just, just these uh, very talented. And okay. They're, and they're so... Um, a lot of them came up and talked to us like during before it started, then during the break. They're very friendly and just a really neat group. Uh, the one guy had been with them for 21 years, and it's an 82 year old um, you know organization. So he's been with them for a quarter of its existence, and they have something like six bands. Wow, they yeah. play uh, something like 1,500 performances. In a year, many of them at Arlington Cemetery. Hmm. And they're ambassadors, basically. Sure. They were in Scotland. They were in all kinds of countries. They get to get, go visit all these cool places. That yeah. would be a good gig. Yeah. They were in Ukraine, even. Wow. So. When we come back, uh, the Pentagon yeah. has announced a new nuclear bomb, 24 times more powerful than the one dropped on Japan terrifying especially yeah. considering who the commander-in-chief is right now wow we'll talk about that and, and we'll try to give some levity to it with some uh, i mean we're trying we're trying to give you everything i'll try to find guys, you dropped a bomb without on me keep about it, that? no uh, <laughs> lord oh my gosh it's very hard to be tasteful now isn't it <laughs> it is it's, just, it's a challenge the struggle is real Hungry for some truth with a side of common sense? You want answers? Then you found the right choice. It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. You put it on your toast and on the radio at daybreak. The Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. Well, this next story isn't exciting based no, on your bleed in there, Miss Rose. at all. Dang. Um, uh, well, it, it's just, it's scary considering mm. who is in, in charge right now. Right. Um, yeah. Because just the incompetency reigns. Uh, Department of Defense has announced its pursuit of a nuclear bomb that will be 24 times more powerful than one of the bombs dropped on Japan during World War II. Mm. Pentagon is seeking congressional approval and funding to pursue a modern variant of the B-61 nuclear gravity bomb, which will be designated the B-6113, according to the Department of Defense press release. Today's announcement is reflective of a changing security environment and growing threats from potential adversaries, Assistant Secretary of Defense for Space Policy John Plum said. 
The United States has a responsibility to continue to assess the field, the capabilities we need to credibly deter, and if necessary, respond to strategic attacks and assure our allies. The fact sheet included with the release said that B-6113 will have a similar yield to the B-617, which, according to the Defense News report, has a maximum yield of 360 kilotons. The load is 24 times larger than the bomb dropped on Hiroshima. Good night. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. The uh, Corey Henderstein, Deputy Administrator of Defense, said it was meant to advance our efforts to develop new technology to support nuclear non-proliferation goals. Mm -hmm. They will help reduce global nuclear threats by improving the detection of underground nuclear explosives. See, I don't know. And and part of the problem is I don't trust anything this administration says. Nothing. Right. And that's not a good place to be. No, it's not. I got a text. Biden will give those plans to the enemies (laughs) and say, don't you dare duplicate them. I'm warning you. Well, so, okay. You said the word. You didn't even realize you said it. Biden's favorite word. Don't. Right. And he's repeated it several times. Yeah. Well, guess what the vice president is saying? Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, vice president, she was on 60 Minutes. Well, vice president, you know, when it comes to this, this. I'll repeat what Joe said. Don't. Right. Why? Well, I mean, come right. on. Well, um. Dr. Harb texted in, said the Biden administration can't be trusted on anything, Hmm. including that story we had earlier, halting gun exports. Right. The Biden administration is so anti-gun rights, they're probably going to try to export their anti-gun agenda. Everywhere. And damage domestic gun manufacturers in the process. That wouldn't surprise me. Oh, they want to do it somehow. Well, I mean, look, he's he. They're famous for creating the problem and then trying to come and say, "Oh, we're going to come in and solve the problem." Right. But um, they've created such a problem with the border now. Ten million. Now we is have the number. no idea who's in our country. Ten None. Million. I mean, I mean, that's the population of some smaller states. Right. And they're all scattered out, all over the place. Or even mid-sized states. Heck. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 10 million, crap. All right. Uh, lighter side, depending on where you come down on this situation. <laughs> okay. I think I it's you. a lighter side. Apparently, right. some right. people disagree. The uh, Cheesecake Factory has gone viral. <laughs> I'm just saying. You've been it, cheesing it up for a while. So so what's the big... Yeah, the there big, you go. What's the big stink? Come it on. It was ranked the number one place women refuse to go on a first date. But Americans from all walks of life have rushed to defend its honor. Another video went viral in which a woman refused to get out of her car when her date pulled up to a cheesecake factory. Why, why the hate for the cheesecake factory? I, I mean, the, I've gone there. Right. I, it's okay. The pair of critical posts ensured cheesecake factory is firmly with the expansive new menu that features over 250 items. Uh, appears to remain a favorite among the middle class, regardless of this viral memes. One person from Jersey said, if someone who went on a few dates to the Cheesecake Factory in Georgetown back in the day, I find this rating repulsive. Hmm. They have solid eats, friendly staff, nice atmosphere. I'm taking my wife there out of principle. Take that, you haters. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. 
Okay. Comedian Tim Young believes people are rallying behind Cheesecake Factory because it represents America in multiple ways. Okay. It's one of the nicer chain restaurants that has an over-the-top menu and selection that only a woman in a viral video has ever complained about. Nearly everyone I know who has lived by a Cheesecake Factory has either taken a date there or celebrated something nice at the establishment. It's fancy without being fancy. It's over-the-top but not gaudy. Right. It makes us normal people feel nice without paying the price of a typical white tablecloth restaurant. I would agree with that whole statement. We've all been there, and the people who say they haven't are lying. <laughs> right. I've been there. It's okay. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. I, some of my friends get far too excited about going to the Cheesecake Factory. I will say that. Oh, it's, it's a special I event, mean, huh? It's not like you're going to an Emerald Lagasse right, restaurant right, right, or Gordon right. Ramsay <laughs> restaurant. Calm down. They're, they are very nice and... You know, yeah, they're they're nice, and yeah. they seem they feel dated to me though. They feel like they're in like stepping back in the eighties a little bit. It does feel a bit dated. Yeah. I will, I will agree with you there. Uh, the View host Sonny Houston was among the outspoken defenders. I want to stand up for the Cheesecake Factory. I go there every week. I don't know I that think that's it a, I think a it shows. big big plus ah, for the Cheesecake sorry, Factory. Sorry, did I say that? Dang, you did. Uh, I go there every week, and uh, they make the best dirty martini. Ah, uh, well, see, she's got a purpose. Tex-Mex egg rolls and chicken dumplings. Okay. All right. Hmm. Uh, ESPN host Stephen Smith also defended this, the chain with a passionate rant. Wow. I like Cheesecake Factory. I like their popcorn shrimp and stuff like that. Shrimp scampi and all that stuff. I used to love all that, but I digress. <laughs> What the hell's wrong with the Cheesecake Factory? Ain't nothing wrong with the Cheesecake Factory. That sounds like Stephen Smith. Not only is there nothing wrong with the Cheesecake Factory, the Cheesecake Factory ain't damn cheap. And by the way, I hear they have great salmon, too. He's also a fan. He's got really fired up. Oh, Stephen, this guy can get fired up (laughs) over over a box of book of matches. He's he's that good. He's also a fan of the chicken sandwiches on the enormous menu. My point is, what's the problem with Cheesecake Factory? Right. I can uh, see him doing that. Uh, right. Fox Sports host Emmanuel Ancho, everybody's weighing in on this thing, <laughs> said Cheesecake Factory is absolutely acceptable for the first date. Uh-huh. It's not just acceptable, it's <laughs> probably wise. Right. Because if you start at the Cheesecake Factory, you could build up. But if you start at a five-star steakhouse, they're going to expect that every time. Mm-hmm. That's a wise move, which is probably why you should start out like the Mickey D's. And if she's not all snotty about that, then you can move on. That's all I'm saying. His colleagues agree. Uh, Speak co-host Joy Taylor said the menu is like a Bible. (laughs) And uh, another person said if she can't eat cheesecake, she can't eat with me. I just had no idea this was so polarizing. I I didn't either. Everything's polarizing. I'm wondering where where that 18 to 30-year-old white liberal they were probably female. the ones making the, the... Female comes down on this one. They were probably <laughs> making know, the, vir- like, the viral videos right, right. complaining about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they're celebrating their 45th year. Wow. Yeah. At the state where they originated? Um, I'm, I'm curious. I don't think it's... Uh, Beverly Hills. How about that? 300 restaurants across Beverly the globe. Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. While many Americans are defending its honor, the company has declined to comment. Well, they're loving it. They're uh, they're they're not absolutely. paying for any of this. Yeah, and so all these other people are like, "Yeah, we're going to the Cheesecake Factory." So they are take that. Wow, I think it's hysterical. They're voting with their forks, Janet. There you, there That's you how go. you vote for the five and dine. Exactly. Clicks and forks. Clicks that's, and forks. That's right. 
And apparently, sometime an occasional spoon. <laughs> I use a spoon because I don't want to lose anything. We got I want to get every. That said, somebody could take 250 dates there and never get the same entree twice. Well, this is true. Why is it so large? I will I, say. I don't know. I think that's I'll, a lot to keep up with. A lot of product to keep on will, hand and keep fresh. I will look at a restaurant. And if they've got a really huge menu, I, I go in with a skeptical okay. eye mm-hmm. because Montano's and In Rono, other words, you can't be good they at can all do those. It. Montano's is. Montano's. What is that? That, um, that It's a restaurant in Roanoke. And oh, okay. it's amazing. It's local restaurant. Oh, I they think have a we've huge walked menu. by It's a It's an yes. Italian family. Yes, I think we've walked their by Their food is amazing. Okay. They we'll make their own one. dressings, salad dressings. Right. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. And they've got a big menu and it's good. Right. So, so they have kind of changed my mind a little bit about that. And then Cootie Brown's in Bristol. Okay. They have a huge menu, but they do it all very, very well. But that's rare. Okay. Your, any of your kids yeah. come to you. They say they want this. What's, what's your most like, oh, gosh, I can do it, but it's like it's going to be intense. What's that dish? That they ask, what, that, that they'll, any of them will ask for, but it's like, oh, my gosh. I gotta gotta ramp it up a little bit for this one. Um, they ask for the honey glazed chicken a lot. Okay, which it really isn't that hard to make. Well, I'm Don't. looking for something that's hard that you go ooh. Hard for me? Come on, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> when I want to know one of those maybe beef tartar, but nobody's gonna ask okay. for that. I want to know when the sausage balls are coming because I want to make sure Trey doesn't get any of them. <laughs> Thanksgiving is the official start off date. I think he ate like 27. 27 of them in one sitting and then had gallbladder surgery in the next week. Yes, (laughs) exactly. Not because of my sausage balls. They were very lean. 62 degrees now in Appomattox, 60 in Amherst, 63 in Salem and Roanoke, 61 in Danville, 61 in Bedford, and 62 in Lynchburg. Nice. Mm -hmm. Hey, we mentioned some brush fires, you know, in the first hour, you know, brush fire on Route 42. Craig County was uh, cleared up. It happened yesterday in the vicinity of Conrad Street and Yoder Street. According to VDOT, all the eastbound and westbound lanes were closed there for a while. The Newcastle Volunteer Fire Department um, responded. Place was uh, cleared and traffic began to flow again. So, hey, make sure you thank your your volunteer fire department, especially in these rural communities. Couldn't do it without you. Roanoke County Police say a death investigation is now underway after an incident that took place yesterday. Uh, on Sunday, officers with Roanoke County Police Department responded to Waldron Drive in Waldron Park about a well-being check. While on the scene, the incident changed to a death investigation and CID was called out to investigate, police say. According to police, there was no danger to the community. Officers are no longer on the scene and they, uh, they are pending notification of everything. Uh, they're not putting out any more information at this time. Okay. Um, I just saw something come across the, the wire here concerning uh, Matthew Perry. We're going to play a, a snippet here of, of um, some of the Friends stuff that I, I didn't get to. I played earlier in the show a little bit of the uh, Friends reunion. Here's a little bit of uh, Matthew Perry at, at his best on, on the show. I can't call her. I left the message. I have some pride. Do you? No. <laughs> what? Well, I think, I think, Ross knows about me and Monica. (laughs) All right, this isn't so bad. I like the flowery smell. 
<laughs> and we never agreed to anything other than his bail. Let's deal with this later. I okay? wasn't rude to ask. Heads. Heads it is. Yes. We have to assign heads to something. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just loved him so much. Yeah. And then the story is, um, it had been released here. Matthew Perry was moments away from proposing to Mean Girls star, but was held back by fear. Well, and he talked about that a lot. Mm-hmm. He never married, never had children, right. and and was always very anxious, you know, about that. Uh, someone else that is being pursued quite a bit about this story is uh, journalist Keith Morrison, mm-hmm. who married uh, Perry's mother in 1981, and of course is is very famous for Dateline. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have. Uh, four children together so wow. he has uh, four okay. step siblings okay uh from from keith and and his mother uh marrying in 81 and um and he he's always spoken very highly of matthew perry mm-hmm. morrison has saying he's one of those people who who uh, always is at the center of the room uh, for a reason he was like that way as a kid oh. uh, on the hockey team i used to take him off to his hockey games on saturdays i was like matthew and the hockey team he was the one who scored the goals he was the guy same on the tennis court extremely extremely good at tennis very intense talented focused character uh always the case is growing up Mm -hmm. and said that if ever there was a role written for him it was the role of chandler because it matched his sense of humor he said whether they wrote it for him knowing he was like that or not um the character is matthew and and he's just talented and he's a smart guy and he's a good guy and we love having him around that was in an interview he did a couple of years ago so he's he was in his life for quite a a long time time. yeah 81 i mean that's a long time and you can tell they were you know that they were close like very comfortable with with one another Mm -hmm. but that can be a challenge sometimes and i and i can speak from experience Mm -hmm. with that i love my step kids but i try to be very respectful of their mother's role right and they were older and grown Mm -hmm. uh, but i still try to be very respectful of that sure uh, because i can be a bit of a you know over motherly sometimes okay um my wife has to text me the movie that we watched yesterday she watched part of it on saturday i don't think she got all the way through we finished it yesterday it was good it was about a couple in in india and uh, the they have a baby Okay. And both parents are coming in, both sets of parents, along with a grandma. Oh, so grandparents are uh, coming in. They're coming in, and it's an interesting movie. Uh, there's Whoa. a little bit of overmothering going on there. Well, and and like and I it, say, but it's I, a good movie. I it's, have to, and I try really hard not to, you know, to smother my kids mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, and I try to be very respectful uh, because Mark has grandbabies mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. and. And I, you know, and they call me Mama Jan. Right. And uh, and I and I love them, mm-hmm. but I do. It, it's it's a delicate. It's I try to balance. be very hyper aware. As someone who know. who raised, you know, you've heard me talk about Philip. Yeah. Philip was my was my stepson. I right. didn't call him that because I raised him from like three years old on. Right. But uh, but yeah, I understand the the boundaries and, and issue some, there. Some people, you know, they're adversarial mm-hmm. with it. I, I like I like their mom. Right. I, I like her. I think she likes me. Right. Um, so there's none of that going on. Right. So that's good. That's always a good thing. All right, let's go to the phones. You're on the morning, Jam. Good morning. 
Hey guys, good morning, and both of y'all are both good parents. So, yeah. Well, try to be. But uh, yeah, that's all you can do, really. That's right. Um, just wanted to say that I think if Trump gets back in, I think a lot of these problems with the wars and stuff will, you know, dissipate a little bit because I don't think a lot of this would have started if he had won. I don't which, disagree about that. You know, but. And I, you know, there I'm sure there were shenanigans in the 2020 election. I'm pretty feel pretty sure about that. But my only fear you know, is that if we're past the point of no return, you know, yeah. uh, if no, no, I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty optimistic, you know, with this new speaker and and I saw where the all the Republican donors are. Or uh, didn't Mike Pence drop out this weekend? Yeah, he dropped out I this weekend. He did. And uh, so a lot of the Republican donors I ran on Twitter were moving to Trump because they can see the writing on the wall. And I just, I'm a guy that doesn't like war. And that's one thing I like about Trump is he's kind of anti-war. He was against the Iraq war. He was, you know, and that Iraq war was, shouldn't have been full up because there was no weapons of mass destruction. But a lot of these skirmishes that we have are stuffed wars in it world are caused by you know we got to have the if y'all went up on 28 and saw all the military industrial complex buildings up there that around dc that's that's what these people live for oh yeah know, with war and making money so war is good for business as robert kennedy said and oh yeah yeah so, it's been around for a long yeah, time appreciate the and call. that's why we got one more to get to here janet uh let me see if i can do this Live on the air. You're on the morning jam. Good morning. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Janet. Hi, hey, Trucker Bob. It's trucker set. It's our trucker session. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Hey, the first thing that came to my mind when I heard that Matthew Perry had passed away was, didn't he star in a movie with uh, Thelma Halak where she they have Some. a one night stand and he gets her pregnant? That's very mm, possible. Yeah, I'm not sure. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, Some I think it was yeah. a great movie because, you know, her, her parents being uh, uh, Hispanic, man, they, they, they took him out rattlesnake hunting with shotguns. Oh, jeez. Yikes. <laughs> hey, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. As soon as you say rattlesnake, I'm walking away. Exactly. Hunting, when you say the word hunting, I start to run or walk a little bit faster. <laughs> I remember one time, um, Bob, I was at a, I was at a church and... The uh, the pastor's daughter had married a guy like I don't know like thirty years her twenty five years twenty thirty years her her singer mm -hmm. and wow. uh, and I thought literally I had no idea they were married to each other I mean I thought he was like her dad or something and um, and then somebody said no that's the you know that's the pastor's son-in-law i'm like did the pastor not have a shotgun what is going on yeah here? exactly <laughs> I mean, come on people <laughs> yeah yeah well i kind of think that i kind of think that's the way it was in biblical times though oh. i think the, like boaz boaz was considered to be around 45 years old when he took ruth the wife and she was only about 18 or 19 years of age yeah mm. Yeah, well, so, I mean, well, that was the practice back then. That's Mark I mean, Lamb's practice now. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah that's I'm, that's why I try to live by the Old Testament rules. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, 
<laughs> you know, if I had been Kara's mom, I would have met you at the uh, at the door with a bullet. Hey, I am so hey, glad. You take her out again. This is going to come at you a lot faster. The now, next Bob, time. <laughs> there is a few years difference between me and my wife. And when I met a her parents, years. I was so glad that Kara was a gift late in life for them. <laughs> Because I thought yeah. here I am, I'm, we're going to be like only graduating a couple of years apart, right? And uh, right. they're they're in their early eighties, and um, so there's a there's a good twenty yeah. year difference there, yeah. <laughs> and I love them to death. But um, yeah, I think they were wondering about who their daughter was dating, and so we had our <laughs> our first chance meeting. And Kara's uh, an old soul, though. Yeah, she is an old for soul. sure. Hey, thanks for the call, Bob. As always. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I love picking on you about You know, that. we just celebrated the uh, the railroad, you know, thing in Appomattox, mm-hmm. the festival. Yeah. That was the first time <clears throat> we had met. They were heading, they were either just coming in or just heading home, and we got to experience that with them. So they loved uh, Virginia, and they loved the festivals, and of course, yeah. they c- would come up every October, and now they live here. They've been here one year. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. They've been talking about it so for a long time. They them. finally made it happen. They finally made it, and we're waiting on my sister-in-law now, you know, so, uh, but we got to go to the, the event Saturday night, the mm-hmm. Air Force uh, Symphony Orchestra. That there. was fun. It was quite, quite fun hanging out with them. So earlier in the show, we did, uh, we did a story that my son had pointed out this weekend mm-hmm. where it says um actually overall 62 percent of whites who classify themselves as very liberal or liberal have been told by a doctor they have a mental health condition right um here's proof of that jen saki oh uh, yes yeah, so. she's running her yapper about yeah. the new gop yep, speaker yep, yep. i don't know how we got to this place where um well i mean i do know because she absolutely falls in that category yeah. Uh, she now is an MSNBC host, which let's face this it, this is what they do. She was already an MSNBC, MSNBC host as when, press secretary. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, she uh, bashed the new Speaker of the House hmm. for what you might ask. Was he like some pervert sniffing women's hair, or maybe that would you be know, the president? Maybe Janet, he was on. like taking money from China, or his son was doing nefarious things. No, she was bashing him for being a religious fundamentalist. Of course. At first glance, he seems fine. Fine Fine-ish. Conservative, yes. But once he started a civility caucus with a Democrat, and I mean, if nothing else, he wears a suit and has glasses. How threatening can this guy actually be? (laughs) Then she plays a clip, like a gotcha clip, of him describing himself as a Bible-believing Christian. Right. That's your gotcha, Jen? Yeah. Oh, really? Boy. He's probably one of those five or 6,000-year Earth people, too. Right. That, that's only been around for that long. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. He said, uh, somebody asked me today in the media, uh, people are curious, what does Mike Johnson think about uh, any issue under the sun? And he said, well, go pick up a Bible off your shelf and read it. That's my worldview. I have a biblical worldview. You heard that right. Saki said in response, the Bible doesn't just inform his worldview, it is his worldview. Oh my gosh. I need my companion animal. (laughs) I'll be over the corner coloring. Probably a chimpanzee for her. How terrifying. He probably wants to protect Jewish people too. Oh God, help us all. Jeez. It's not just his political ideology that should scare us. Johnson is basically a Christian fundamentalist, she said, clutching her pearls. She's not blonde-haired she and blue-eyed. She's so red-haired. 
ridiculous. <laughs> yes, and everything that implies with it. Oh, ouch. Yeah. Ouch. As far as the crazy uh, No, white, I, get, I get it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> anyway, we'll be back. We'll lighten it up a little bit. Okay, that sounds good. It is uh, 849. Can't believe it. We've got about 11 minutes left of the program. Thanks for hanging out with us. Jam with Janet and Mark. We are the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Trying to make it go around. 8.53. Got a little more time. And then Hugh Hewitt will come in on 100.9 and Brian Kilmeade across the rest of the network. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us. Stay with us throughout the day. Great programming to uh, give give you the information you need uh, to make sure you're up to date on all stuff. Hmm. Maybe so. You've had the second person <laughs> now. I, I had it last week and then you had it this week. Two ladies came up to both of us at different events saying, you're the only news I get because I can't take the other news, basically. Well, <laughs> and look, and we're just like you. We're not right, journalists. Right, we're, right. we're just taking the headlines just, and trying to decipher them. Right. Like everybody else yeah. is. Um, which is, maybe that's why they're tired of, you know, people who are writing it and yeah. Jacking it up, mm-hmm. um, and we do look at a bunch of different yeah, we do. sources mm-hmm. to try to find, you know. And, and the the key is you want to be informed, but you don't want to be walking up to a ledge, right? To yeah. jump off, don't and be it's overloaded. really hard right now. Right, it is really hard. Yeah, because it's it's the the news is so difficult, and um, but we yeah. try to sprinkle in some good fun stuff in between. That's right. Some happy stuff like your next story, I hope. Well, I, I, I guess it depends. Uh, you know, yesterday I went to a tea right. uh, in a mausoleum. Nice. Basically. Okay. So one lady said, one lady said, I don't know why none of my pictures are turning out. And I'm like, really? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Maybe someone doesn't want you taking pictures. Do you ever think about that? So you were at Old City Cemetery. Yeah, we were at Old City Cemetery yeah. and we were in the in like the little mausoleum section underneath the um the church. Yeah. And so you've got like all the names and stuff mm-hmm. all around you. It was it was delightfully creepy. Mm-hmm. Just creepy enough. Okay. Uh apparently people, especially this time of year, start looking for that kind of, of thing. I just had a brunch at the tavern in uh Abingdon, Virginia. When okay. I had my girls' weekend, mm-hmm. which is arguably considered to be haunted, right. um, ghost in New York City 
evidently aren't interested in dollar slices, nor will they settle for the simple satisfaction of a still-warm bagel plucked from a wire basket and paid for with a crumpled dollar bill. Uh, perhaps centuries spent in the five boroughs have bred a little apathy for the city's oldest residents, who will understandably find less excitement in an authentic New York-style bagel than uh, a Midwestern transplant accustomed to a Petridge Farm one. Um, <laughs> but apparently there are quite a few restaurants... Uh, in that area that are considered to be haunted. Hmm. So, um, my spectral dinner companions won't be treated to beef wellington, at least not at one if by land, two if by sea, considered one of New York City's most romantic date spots. The upscale American restaurant serves the steak dish as part of a three-course meal that costs far more than I'm willing to spend on my paranormal uh, quest, certainly. Um, and people who've died there before said not one single 20 ghostly tenants haunted his dinner Hmm. and he was very upset um but it is said to be haunted supposedly all right um rumor has it that there are ghosts in the wine cellar that won't hesitate to open up selections of their own Mm -hmm. no one has ever been caught in the act but half empty bottles paint them as guilty teenagers sneaking into their parents liquor cabinet So apparently these all see a, you know, an uptick this time. Okay. Uh, including the farm-to-table food at Mer- uh, Meridian. And uh, apparently one is supposedly haunted by Edgar Allan Poe. Interesting. So, I don't know. I tried to it's watch. It's not the Cheesecake Factory. Either. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. That one didn't make the list. <laughs> so there is a new show on Netflix. All right. And it's supposedly based on... An Edgar Allan Poe story mm-hmm. called "The Fall of Usher," okay, of the House of of Usher. I think that's right. All right. I tried to watch that thing. I, it really felt dark, and I I felt like I shouldn't be watching it. Right. I had to turn it off. Understood. It was worse than like the naked people in the clothing yes. documentary. I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing, Netflix? Come on. I'm like all I can watch is like the British baking show now. At this point, very sad. Yeah, I couldn't watch it though. I, it was no, just I get too, it. it was too much. <laughs> just couldn't do it. So well, there you, that's just the way I feel about it. A uh, couple of thousand sheep got loose at the uh, annual Cedar City Sheep Parade that took place on Saturday. So the, what happens when sheep get out of? Well, you find them a couple of days later, apparently. Okay, just uh, not harmed, but yeah, just a little adventure behind them, right? Now, this one went went okay. Uh, it was hosted by Cedar Livestock and Heritage. It's known as the, one of the most unique parades in the country and probably pretty stinky, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a thousand sheep, they can't smell but so good. I know. They were herded from Cedar Mountain Pastures down Main Street while residents watched in awe. Huh. The parade was followed by a sheep camp display at the event center. Wow. Hmm. All righty. Well, well, that's she, good to know. You know, uh, but the the escape sheep were in Ontario. It took them two days to find them. Wow, those those are uh, adventurous. They so, were very adventurous. You know, some would say smart. They broke broke out. Yeah, sheep apparently are very not very smart. What I've heard. But no, and that's why you know it's not a compliment to be called a sheep. Yeah, falling like sheep. Yeah. My cousins. There's a lot of that going on. I have some pretty right stupid cousins. You do? Yeah. Well, well I mean, they are lambs. Yeah, well. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs>
We'll see you tomorrow, guys, for a Halloween edition of the Morning Jam. Yeah, Groovy Tuesday Halloween edition. See you then. Make today awesome in the meantime. Hey.